and welcome to a very special episode of You Have Six Seconds, a hopefully entertaining D&D podcast. I am Jethro, I will be your DM for tonight. With me, I have Dan. Hello. I have Zoe. I play Jethro Van Deus, which literally translates into Overflow of God. He is. <laughs> You're trying to get brownie points. It worked, but stop. And I have Keg. <laughs> that is your intro noise. It's Keg. Say your name. <laughs> nope. I am Keg. Okay. This is the second episode of our uh, one-shot series. The, we are doing this because um, unfortunately one of our players couldn't make it. So we are recording this just to have content out. If you have not listened to the first episode, you should just look back in the playlist and you will find a episode titled as like similarly to whatever I title this one. And watch that before you do watch this. If you are not familiar with us and you would like to get a sense of how we play, this is a really good place to jump in because this is non-canonical. It is a one-shot meaning it doesn't have anything to do with the main storyline that we play. So please listen and enjoy. Last we left off, three bards, unique in their skill set, unique in their performance, uh, managed to be lucky enough, be fortunate enough to be invited into Cirque de Leger, a three, uh, once every three, three years legendary circus that only shows itself to either performers that are incredibly lucky or patrons that are incredibly lucky. We, all three of our players here managed to get, find one way or another a golden ticket which upon the circus's arrival whisked them into this magical place of performance and artistry and they enjoyed amazing drink and food and performances like they've never seen before and it has been uh, an excellent time as well for them to showcase their art of the world. Uh, one of our, uh, the first character, Axel, uh, pioneering a new heavy metal rock-esque sound, uh, creating a uh, customized loop with more fretboards and using transmutation magic to add distortion onto the strings. The other character, uh, Jethro Van Dus, named after <laughs> yours truly, is was a composer of rather high repute who managed to uh, also very very skilled in many different forms of instruments and gave a performance that almost commanded the circus itself in its beauty and our last bard uh wilbury shakespeare the uh, not as famous not as successful uh, brother i believe was it ken uh yeah brother the oh. The, a very famous playwright who is unknown. The very, uh, very famous uh, novelist that uh, all of you probably will have picked on. Luckily, also got a ticket, and for once in his life, not only managed to get a very good reaction to one of his works, people began to acknowledge the rest of his creative potential. And in fact, where we leave off is Axel and Jethro walking up to a crowd of people gathered around Wilbury who is creating these amazing works of art where he will give a one of his written pieces to a audience member they will sit down and react to it and the Wilbury will capture their reaction but not as a normal sketch they will create a sketch out of the the words and the script of the 
the work that he had just given them. So it, it, it looks like a sketch from afar, but if you squint up close, it's actually made up of words and sentences and script and music notes. And it is, it is a truly, truly remarkable uh, work because you, he can give the same piece to two different people and it will look entirely different and it is absolutely stunning. And Axel and Jether, you are seeing him do this. Uh, well, I just uh, look on as um, <clears throat> anything of the uh, anything that's a bit verbose as uh, beyond Axel's uh, range. So he can't quite appreciate it, but you know, it's art is art, so that much he can appreciate. Yeah, it is not necessarily something you're familiar with, but you recognize a beautiful work when you see it. This is a, it is indeed a beautiful work. Uh, Jethro, are you doing anything? Um. What do, what does Jethro do? <clears throat> he can appreciate the art because he, he loves the art. It's the ultimate expression of oneself. So I I, I guess he I don't know nods. Yeah. In yeah. Appreciation. Yeah. Uh. Eventually, the crowd thins slightly. Uh, Axel and Jethro, do you like ask to have your, uh, I suppose, portrait, if you can call it that, taken, or do you just disperse with the crowd? Uh, it, would you like to ask Wilbury for uh, one of his, like, for to do what he is doing to you, like, give you a piece to respond to, and then like capture your reaction in the script or would you like to just like uh, search out throughout the tents and try to find something interesting to do yes that definitely that okay uh, Jethro give roll me a d20 just a standard d20 nothing to add and tell me and the audience what you get I roll a 1d20 just yes. a flat 1d20 flat 1d20 and this is just to like get a sense of where you might end up. I got a 13. 13. You travel around, like you're just like letting the circus guide you, like letting the lights and sounds try to uh, inform your decision about like, oh, that looks interesting, oh, that looks interesting. And you stop by a few times, you know, just looking, seeing what uh, the performances are, like outside of the main performance going on in the central tent, which is still going on. And you find eventually the tent that you end up in is a. Uh, it says it's. It appears to be a gambling tent of some kind, and it is. Uh, like there is a sign outside that says "mature patrons only." So like you can see that like parents, parents will like look and it's like, hey, go 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 get some popcorn or something, and then they like dive in. Uh, would you like to enter the tent? Uh yeah sure. All right. I'm, I'm right. intrigued enough. To want to enter you enter the tent and as you go through there is a brief moment where you can feel something reach into your head i want you to answer this question what if any would jethro's preferred gambling game be you can say uh, you can say i guess, a, a, I guess a game of cards uh, a poker game of cards. very well yeah. and as that like that you can feel that tendrils search for the answer to that question 
and the moment it finds it, you are inside the tent, and you see card tables. There are about four or five that are like just spread about. They're not all filled. One of the tables appears to be just not being in use, but the other, uh, the other three are uh, currently they have players on them. They appear to be playing poker. Classic. Uh, they uh, one of the attendants who is like uh, just standing there, not the dealer, but just the person that is standing watch and making sure no one is doing anything fishy. Looks to you, he's like, "Would you like to play?" Yeah. Very well. Uh, this is uh, this is a tournament, so you do not need to give any money, and you are given prize money if you come out on top. And uh, eventually, they he hands you a stack of chips. You get to play. We won't uh, role play this whole thing, but I would like, I would like you to make me. How would you like to play this game? If you're just using uh, card counting or like you're trying to figure out the odds, then roll me something like intelligence. If you are, if you think you're reading people, roll me an insight. If you want a sleight of hand, it roll me a sleight of hand. How do? How does Jethro want to do this? Uh, Jethro would like to present himself as having cards that are good and instead of using perception i would like to use performance and persuasion either i would allow i, I am would allow you to use I'll, I'll allow you to use persuasion i like this I'll, i will allow persuasion i will say that uh to get oh uh, what did that roll i got a 22. i was gonna say the thing would be 17 so like absolutely you eventually yeah. like over the next like hour or so like um you don't just play this one table it is a tournament so people get knocked out people like shift tables around and eventually it is you versus this one other like uh it's this one other uh one other do uh it's a player and it appears to be a human man very well dressed but uh very well dressed but dressed in the way of like i don't particularly care about these clothes so they're a nobleman that is comfortable with just like I'm just gonna roll up my sleeves that kind of thing and uh, he appears to be the style of player that is really focused on trying to read the other person so this becomes kind of a battle of is his insight better than your persuasion like can you bluff him and he reads you swears folds and you show that you have shit cards and that angers him and then like the next hand he goes in thinking okay he's trying to block me again and then you show and then you have actually a better hand than he does and you just keep playing the psychology make like realizing the fact he's trying to read you to just present yourself in the way that will get you the outcome you want and eventually after a couple of more hands you end up the victor and you win a, uh you win a uh small prize you win about five gold Hey. And you also win. Uh, they hand this to you. It looks like a. Uh, it's a candied apple, so it's like an apple on a stick that has caramel around it, like sugar, like caramelized sugar. But the sugar is almost constantly shifting, but never drifting. Have you seen those, like those drinks that have glitter on them, in them rather, where it, like it looks like a shifting sort of nebula? Yep. It's like that constantly on the apple. And it's glittering gold. Uh, do I know if it's magic? Is it safe to consume? 
you can make me a arcana check. You assume so because the circumstances harmed you before. But if you'd like to try to like figure out what it is, you can make an arcana check. I got a ten. With a ten, you think that this is really pretty. It's beautiful. It's glit. Wow, just the best apple I have ever seen. Yeah. I, I start for later. Okay, you just put it there. It's it's weird, like you would expect the syrup to like smack about and like just coat things, but when you check on it like twenty minutes later, just like is the apple still there? It hasn't like seeped out. The the caramel see- appears to be like arcanely bound to the apple, and it's not like causing a mess or anything. And it 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 you have that. Um, Axel, do you do anything? Uh, I I try to um look around the. Oh wait, is is Wilbury still there? Yes. I I uh approach him and uh ask him. Uh, hey, that's a. Uh... And before he speaks, uh, before he conti- continues to speak, I raise my finger and uh just to hold. Uh, like, for him to stop talking. I raise both my hands uh, defensively and uh, retreat a bit and uh, wait until he's done. I close my book and say, Why, hello, good evening. How may I help you? Uh, I was just uh, wondering what if you could um, explain to a uh, low life, an underdark low life like me, what exactly it is that um, your art—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's not very—it's uh, not entirely familiar to me, but I am. It looks pretty cool. I can—I can say that much. Uh, Wilbury's uh, gesture. Uh facial expression changes to confused and I ask how in what way do you consider yourself a low life I mean the underdark is definitely a different environment sure but there is something beautiful in something so dark (laughs) I uh I'm just, I'm just ra- trying to sound as pretentious as possible. <laughs> I, uh, so I, 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 I chuckle a bit and uh, I, I say, uh, well, by default, drow are low life. Uh, Let me stop you right there. That's a self-deprecating humor to uh, help myself. Uh, cope with the reality of being a drow but yeah jesus it's okay it's, let me stop you at the end of your sentence <laughs> 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 let me stop you at the, or not uh, <laughs> there is beautiful in the tragedy that is the drow yes you might consider yourself a low life but there's art in there with, with, uh, with the benches, and just imagine Wilbury being uh, that 
uptight, pretentious, very artsy guy. And then I start um, going near him and examining his different features. And can I make, I don't know if it's an insight or perception check, anything or both, anything I could tell, um, I, I could tell from, from, what's your name again? Axel, yeah. Yes, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, like his background, anything I could I get will, um, make an either insight or perception and you will get different uh, you'll get different information based on which one you pick so pick wisely like what like sort of information are you trying to obtain and choose the relevant role 18 for insight 18 for insight so you get a couple of things just based off you read his demeanor right you read the way his body language is like you look at it in the way a casting director might look at a potential actor you look at posture and breathing and all of this like the gaze like you you look at the you appraise him the way you might appraise a performer yeah the, the way you might appraise a potential uh, actor or actress for one of your roles right and uh you get a couple of things so one this is someone that is has a lot of potential as a performer this is someone that is better than they that, that is already good and knows they're good but is even better than they think they are just sheer from the vibe of it it is very there is a sort of subdued nature that delays the fact that this is someone that probably doesn't realize how good a performer they are because you were there for his performance you know it's amazing so that that is something you read. You also read uh, Axel's tendency to uh, tendency, like his love for just the guitar solo. Like you read that in well, lute solo. Uh, you read that in his performance. You can read that here. That want to just that purest form of expression. No words. No uh, accompaniment. Not at, at least not for that one moment. Just music and nothing else. And that love for music and that love to to. Uh, express those feelings and that artistry through his lute. You also read the fact that he is proud of his lute. Like, uh, Axel, I assume you carry it on your back, like a like it's slung over your uh, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you uh, you recognize that. Uh, uh, you recognize Wilbury that as you move around, he does move unconsciously to protect it, and you can tell that it is certainly custom made and something that he is very proud of. Those are the things you do. Um, pardon me, Axel, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe I ever introduced myself here. But... <laughs> your, your name was given during the performance. He isn't a stalker. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you, oh, were yeah. Yes. you were announced. Yes, let's just go with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not just us forgetting to introduce ourselves to each other. Um, if I may uh, infer something. You introduced yourself to me a while ago in such a humble manner because your art, as you, if I recall correctly, from the uh, from your performance a while ago, was not was not that of the what's the word I'm for? The way you compose your music is not is unorthodox. You did not go to some university to study traditional music or refine your craft or 
with your books, you mishmashed tongues. Am, am I getting this right? Uh, so as soon as you uh, mention, you know, my my art per se, uh, my my demeanor, my countenance, right? It it, it shifts to a to a more confident, and uh, I kind of put on a a slight smirk, and I simply respond, uh, "You can say that, yeah." Yes, exactly. But I lean in closer. And there is beauty in something messy. Ah. You know what? Uh, God, it's like those people that re like say, I love the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. Uh, I, I love the rain. <laughs> yeah, me too. But, but, yeah, I, I, I respond uh, by saying, I don't know a lot of people who, uh, who'd say, that about my music but just for that you're all right you're all right in my books man uh then i uh back stand straight up now and open my book um if you would may you give me your autograph i reluctantly uh sign my uh Autograph, uh, and, uh, and then I give him like a page, which like, uh, I, you are uh, the, the the part where Jethro the DM described. Um, I was making a caricature out of words, and then it's up to you where you want to sign it. Either you want to sign it in a black space or across those words. Anything will do. Uh, I signed it in a black space in the line. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Some death note I've read him. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was uh, confused. Wilbury. Uh, yes. Wilbury and Axel, roll me a perception check. Wilbury, make it with advantage. Now explain why. Gotcha. Got a 12. Not 20. Got a nap. 20. 20. Let's go. Okay. You hear. Uh, I s- uh, Wilbury, you hear this more likely because this is a voice that you've heard before. Uh, you hear a, uh, if you remember in the <coughs> previous episode, in the previous episode, Dragon Ball, in, in the previous episode, uh, you saw a, like, as you were, like, noting down the surface, you were, like, trying to take in all of the details, you saw someone else that was almost doing the same thing, like, for that moment, they were not necessarily part of the circus. Do you remember this? It's okay, Doc. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, it's okay. Uh, er, um, you recognize this person. Like, you were, like, as you were taking note, you saw someone else that uh, felt like they weren't experiencing the circus in that moment. Like, like, they, like you, were trying to record it, not experience it yet, you know? 
and oh yeah yeah like at the start when we when i entered yes yeah. yes you remember oh, yeah i remember now um and you will have heard her just like muttering to herself or like talking to people beside her as you record as you like watched her for those few seconds and you swear this is her scream and you swear it is coming from a tent that you had passed recently that was labeled the gambling tent and then we our camera shifts back into the gambling tent with Jethro so Jethro uh, your gambling game had just ended you are you had just finished a you had just finished a uh, the, the tournament and you had won your five gold and your uh, caramel thing and you leave the you left the gambling tent and you're like just walking around it right you're like uh, exploring the other tents etc and because you are closer to it you're in the same area of the circus you do not need to make a roll you hear this scream and you know it's coming from the tent that you had just left what are you doing I, I go back inside then check uh, what happened like why why were, why was that screaming okay you make me a wisdom saving throw and as you you feel the same tendrils because earlier you felt tendrils search in your head to look for your preferred vice your preferred game of chance what did you just roll what did you just roll uh, I rolled a nat one, but I took the lucky feet, no! so I'm gonna use another one. Another natural one. Another natural one. <laughs> I think I'm fine with that. I think I'm fine with an 11. Let me check the DC for this. Hold on. Where is it? <laughs> no, yeah. That's how I've been saying. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you use another lucky point. Yeah, DC was uh use another lucky point. Um no, it's fine. <clears throat> so can I can I know what I was supposed to beat or something? Fourteen. <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. Uh so you you enter this uh you enter this uh tent again and you feel the tendrils coming into your head once again to like cause the the same time as last time where it would search for your preferred game of chance. This time it is it feel, you can tell. Just from your limited knowledge of arcade magic, you can tell this is more insidious. And it instead of looking for the things that give you excitement and joy, you can feel it crawling around in your skull and searching for the things you are afraid of. Tell me. Tell me. Give me two answers. What is Jethro's greatest tangible fear and greatest intangible fear. Uh, give give me five seconds. One. To think. Three. Four. Five. To not be able to live up to what I feel I I deserve. Okay, unlived up to potential. That's the intangible. And is 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 disappointment from my sovereign tangible? Um, think more like uh, a monster. Um, uh, think more like are you afraid of water, heights, uh, something like so a classic phobia, sharks, something like that. Mm. 
I, I don't know. I don't know what Jeffrey would be afraid of. I, I, I guess... Uh. If you're hoity-toity, what about flies? Okay, then, then let's make it poop. Poop? Yep. You're gonna hate this description. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh. You're going to hate what I'm about to describe. Trigger warning, skip ahead if you're not comfortable with this. I won't say, I won't describe it specifically just to like save all of our sanity, but it is the feeling of drowning and the feeling of suffocation. No! No! Wow, Jethro. Just, just wow. You chose poop! I did, I did, because you, you, you led me to it, Jethro. I'm supposed to be clean. I am spotless. Oh, God. That is what... That is where you are right now. Axel and Wilbury, you are outside of this tent. Do you go in? Yeah, uh, hurriedly. Uh, we try and see what's hey, up. Okay. Start, before I go in, I, uh, I, uh, I mutter the word. Yet another story unfolds. I will give you all a reminder you can give bardic inspiration to each other you're bards remember this yeah we're playing D&D would you like to give each other bardic inspiration I'll give you one reminder okay yeah uh, uh okay wait up I know what I'm gonna say now yet another story unfolds and I look towards Axel Will you be the hero, hero in this plot? Oh, that's good. That's, that's that, really yeah. good. <laughs> and then I cast Fold Up. Okay. Uh, you cast what, sorry? Heroism, I oh. think. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what does heroism do? <laughs> <laughs> we don't does know how to play bards. What does heroism do? Check. You should have your spell list with you, man. A willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Uh, the creature is Im until the spell ends. The creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary. Okay, I'll do that later. <laughs> I'll cast. But then I will inspire you, and then I sing. Yo, Shari, you're inspired. You're inspired. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, yeah. Axel was inspired. Alright. But I'll, I'll save my uh, bardic inspiration for 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 later. Okay. In combat, yeah. You, right, who knows, you, maybe there won't be combat. Who knows? Maybe, this, maybe. This, Let's see. Let's this, see. This is nothing like a boss room in any way. Which <laughs> <laughs> for a fact that we have to use weapons. Yeah? Look, you enter the tent. <laughs> do you enter the tent? Do you, do you head in? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Both of you make that same wisdom saving throw. You're trying to beat a 14. You all, if you fail, you already know what I'm going to ask you. Oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. Wait, do I. Do you, do you, do you have that big inspiration, Duba? Oh yeah. Oh, you could. Wait, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, yeah, you could. You, you could. could. You have a 1 in 3 chance. Let me. So he's rolled a 9. He needs to beat a 14. He rolled a hero. Will Barry roll a d8? No, no, that's, that's for our personality. Oh. 
unfortunately, yeah. it's always got the with the two that brings you up to eleven, which is funnily enough the exact same role that Jethro got. So Jethro. you yes. also find Axel. What is uh, your greatest tangible and intangible fear? Oh, uh, tangible fear would be a uh, worms, I suppose. Uh, just anything of the uh, that. Animid uh, family. Phylum? It's technically a phylum, though. Yeah. But yeah, worms. Uh, for... <laughs> I, like I like that you gave the class. Taxonomy <laughs> right here. It's uh... taxonomists now. While <laughs> 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 ago, we were linguists. Next, next one is oh, Next one is we're all playing. Taxonomists. <laughs> I think it's a phylum. Okay. <laughs> but, uh... For his intangible crap, I think it's it's actually uh, not being able to uh, succeed with his uh, bandmates. You know, not making it big, or okay. not being able to uh, make music with them uh, flat out. Okay. Once again, I will not describe specifically what happens, but it's not just. It's not just bad reviews that can get under your skin. Wilbury. Roll. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, you just walked into that. <laughs> you feel the you feel the tendrils like reaching into your head, and. Instead of like trying to fight the tendrils, right? Instead of like trying to like bat them away, instead what you do is like, yeah, I'm afraid of these things. So what? You're everyone in fear. And oh, that's it, that's dope. <laughs> you uh, do I notice after being feared? You do see as you walk into this tent, you see a couple of things. You see three individuals, and two of them are your friends on the floor. And the third one is the person that you had noticed earlier. That same sort of, uh, it is that same, uh, you couldn't get a good, it's, when you saw this person initially, you thought it was, like, the reason you couldn't describe them well was just because you saw them in the crowd and there's a lot of things. But even now, as you're looking directly at them, the form shifts and changes. And it is difficult to... Uh, every time you blink, you forget ever so slightly that there's something there. Um... Would I recall if it's a girl or a boy? Uh... Like, like from, from past Oh, from uh, the memory. past. I believe... Yeah. I believe you saw something that was vaguely feminine. But it is difficult to say. Okay, um... I start out by saying, I open my book. And then I gesture my hand like I'm waving a spell, but I'm actually not. It's, it's like, no, no, no. Uh, much more accurate. It's like, I'm orchestrating something. Um... Uh... My oh my! What do we have here? A damsel in distress? A classic co-op? If anyone is in distress, going to... Oh, is that so? 
Or I'm just a mere storyteller. <laughs> roll me. The, actually, I was gonna say roll the initiative, but this catches them off guard. Like no one's just like, uh, roll me. I'll make this performance. Just how, like, if you could just go into this with bravado and zero hesitation, it might. Okay, okay, okay. Roll me a performance check. I will say. Uh, wait, before you roll, before you roll, I will say, this is how this is gonna work. 14 and above, you get a surprise round on this thing. 17 and above, okay. you distracted enough that Axel and Jethro are out of the fear state. Oh, gotcha. Wait, J- the Axel, did you give me a bardic inspiration or not? Not yet, no. No, okay, gotcha. Wait, wait, I'm just... Okay, uh, just to let you and the audience know, I have advantage on performance check since I took the actor. Oh, very well remembered. Comes in handy. What are you... What are you getting? Uh, 19? 19! You just, like... You know how to perform and you know that in this moment the thing that is going to save you is zero hesitation because you and you've almost your entire life has been building up to this moment because even with the like drunk people slinging insults people that don't like your performance throwing slop and grime and rotten fruit at you you never once hesitated in your performance because you know your art is working and in this moment like in comparison to all of the shit that you face in your life trying to make it as a performer, this thing is a piece of cake. This thing is nothing. And just zero hesitation, just like, oh, what I am, like, you just launch into this field and it just blanks. It just, just straight up blanks. Axel oh, oh, I don't like that. and Jethro, you yes. are broken out of the fear state. You open your eyes and Axel, you are no longer uh, you are no longer be, uh, being insulted as worms crawl in your skin. Jethro, you are no longer drowning in you know excrement. You are now yeah! on the floor. And you. Uh, so do we get the surprise now? You all get a surprise round, but before that, okay. before that roll the initiative. Just okay. Okay. Can I be first? Because <laughs> I have a, I have a push field plan, but okay. That was that was a really cool like. Uh, the, you, the Looks actor, like you are going first. I think Wilbury is going first. Yeah. <laughs> With a five and a five. Yep. But don't worry, everyone gets a surprise round before. See, I got a See, it's, it's initiative is ten. It's good. <laughs> This is a pri- you're lucky you got a surprise round then. Uh, so you do get a surprise round on this thing. Okay, um... Uh, since... Okay, based on... Can this be a, a, a free after? I don't know, like, you can... Based on pure looks or insight, who would I think is the more heroic? Axel or... 
Jethro. Uh, between Axel and Jethro, like, uh, Meta, which of you do you think is more heroic? What, what do you mean by heroic, though? Like, like, you, um, your typical, I see a baddie, I try and overcome, and I try and beat it, something like that. Uh, I, I feel like Jethro doesn't want to fight, but he will if he has to. Okay. I don't okay. think he's very heroic. Oh, so he's... So you're situational. Axel, how yeah. about you? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd say Axel's a bit more, uh... So you're more motivated. Yeah, he's 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 pretty gung-ho, let's just say. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm first. Uh, oh, for my action, I cast Heroism on, on, on you. And I say, We could be heroes. <laughs> copyright in, in before in before copyright claim. Oh, wait, before I cast that, I say now, will this be your typical tragedy where the heroes fall, or will the heroes triumph? We, we shall find out, and then as I do that I, I cast the uh, heroism and then sing that whole spiel and then um, uh, as I touch uh Axel's back, he starts radiating with uh, what seems to be Super Saiyan white light. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> and then... He starts to feel surge of bravery and courage. Uh, you feel, you see Wilbury you, uh, do this, you hear him say it, and you feel his path on your back, and for a moment, just a single, like, a single blink, you are, for a single blink, you get a vision. And it is a vision of you on a stage, and millions screaming your name. And you open up your eyes, and you feel brave. Hell yeah. Are we gonna sing the song from Brave this time? What's, what's the song from Brave? I, I'm not familiar. I don't remember the song. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's a Disney or a Pixar movie. So it, it, it's, Disney, oh. it's Disney. I just, DC. Mm. I don't remember the songs. The but yes, okay. So that is uh, Wilbury. That is your. Uh, I cast Bardic Inspiration first for my bonus act. Okay, so that's your so action and bonus action. I forgot what I'm gonna sing, so let's just leave it at that. I sing something inspiring. <laughs> What's this? What's this? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So you you're doing heroism for your action and bardic. Who are you casting bardic on for your bonus? Uh, same Axel. Axel as well. So you're just pumping your dice into Axel. I love it. Yep. Okay. Uh, so that is. Uh, that is your your um, Jethro and Axel again. This is surprise round, so you can go in whatever order you wish before we go into uh, the full on the full on initiative order. So, are, are either what are either of you doing in the surprise round? Uh, I think Jethro um, goes first because he has a higher mod. Oh, but he's uh, a natural one. But yeah, okay. Uh, either of you. Uh-huh. Whichever, however you want to go. Okay, uh... Yeah. 
You have a surprise round. This creature is surprised. Yeah, I'll, uh... So I'm spurred on by, uh... Wil Wilbury's, uh... Action, right? And I pull, pull... Pull out my loot. My, uh... Custom sick loot. And, uh... Play, uh... Super sweet, uh... Riff that's got, um... Uh, delay and uh, reverb so you kind of hear it like it's coming from all directions like it's not not too dissimilar to a stereo and uh i activate my mantle of inspiration for um everyone within 60 feet of me so everyone gets uh five temp hp and uh as a reaction they can use, they can move to their uh, to their max movement speed uh, without incurring opportunity attacks. Oh, wait, they're yeah. going too fast. Can you can you repeat that? How many hit points they get? We, we get five HP. We get yeah. five HP, and then we can we don't incur opportunity attacks. That's yeah, you can. You. You also, can... um, you also get another target. Sorry, an additional five temp HP for my heroism. I forgot. Oh, sweet. Nice. But, uh, that's a reaction, so, uh, that's apart from your, um, you know, bonus action and action whenever you want to move instantly 30 feet. Uh, but yeah, that's my bonus action for my, for my action. Uh, can I try surveying the, the, our would-be opponents, our would-be enemies? Um. Yes, roll me a survey, like just like getting a read on them. Yeah, like uh, try to see, you know, ch get a rough idea on wh which one's uh, the most threatening one. This, this, you see one right now. You just see one. Oh, there's one. Yeah. Okay. This one. So you see the same thing that Wilbury saw, which is this odd uh, figure that it's it doesn't feel... You keep forgetting what it looks like, essentially. Like, you sense that it isn't necessarily changing its form constantly, it's just that you keep forgetting what it looks like. Okay, uh, what is he wearing, or um, does he have any equipment, or what? It's, uh, they're wearing, like, um, from what you can sort of just grasp at, they're wearing a kind of, like, it appears to be, what can only be described as, like, Thieves clothes almost. Again, it shifts and changes, and you can't remember details. But you do get the sense of leathers and uh, leathers and daggers. You're getting those visions of like when I, when that feeling of like I can't quite remember what it looks like, but I know it's probably somewhere there. You remember that. So again, those like you, it's very vaguely thieves clothes, rogues clothes. Okay. Uh... Well, I, I I'll, I'll cast Bane instead for my for my action. Oh, what does Bane do? Uh, it imposes a one d four, I believe, one d four uh, penalty to checks and saving throws. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, By the inspiration you have, it's a dreadful reminder. Does that? Yeah. Does that uh, affect uh, attack rolls? Uh, let me, let me check. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Save it, throw. Uh, it's, it's attack rolls and saving throws. Okay. Uh, that, they, they get, uh, 
deducted with uh, a d4. Um, you'll have to make a charisma saving throw against a DC of uh, 15. Yeah. Okay, DC 15 save. Um, what is it? Charisma? Charisma, yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not terrible at that. It's not terrible at charisma. Uh, roll and d20 plus clock. Oof! Wow. <laughs> with, with a not natural but dirty 20, it. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Uh, can I use my oh. silver tongue feature? Yeah. Eloquent. Oh. Uh, what is. What? Uh, I will burn a use of my. Inspiration die. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm speaking so and subtract that from the creature's next save. Or is that no nah? Well, well no, yeah. Uh, I think it... uh, that should work because it's a reaction, no? No, yeah. no. Oh. Is it worth it? How much? What does it? How much does it need to roll? Like, what does it need to save? Never mind. It's a bonus action. My bad. Nah, yeah, okay, so it doesn't work, unfortunately. So Never yeah, mind. unfortunately, it does just, uh, Axel's turn is a, a miss and a, a hit and a miss. Like, for one, unfortunately, this, uh, this magic does not take hold of this creature. You try to essentially play this sort of discordant chord that messes with its ears to try to get it, like, out of focus so that it can't attack right, it can't dodge right. You're trying to, like, get this thing to be distracted. Unfortunately, that doesn't work. However, your earlier, like, super sick lick just, um, it feels that reverb throughout this, uh, tent. Uh, Jethro and Wilbury, you feel, it's that feeling of when you're so close to the speaker that you don't just hear it, but you can feel it shaking you. It can, you can feel it shaking your bones. And that lovely feeling of it feeling like the music is expanding from your chest. And it fills you with five temporary hit points and a bit of... A bit of speed. So that is Axel, and we're going to um, Jethro. What are you doing before we head into the proper initiative order? Hmm. Let me take a look at my spells for like two seconds. One, two. Do we roll for initiative? No, we we rolled for initiative already. Yeah, we have initiative now. We're just uh, this is the surprise round, so it's, you're all going before. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess I just. Oh, I can. Okay. Uh, I dash forward to where the creature is. You're right up against it. Okay. Yeah, because like uh, it it made me feel like I was surrounded in feces, and I am I am I am mad. You are mad. I am. <laughs> oh, and then uh, I draw my rapier and cast booming blade uh-huh what what does it look like what does what look like the, what does what does your magic look like what does booming blade look like look like uh from a creation point uh right off the bat like when i draw the rapier like lightning is already Created as I she yeah. as I and it makes that it makes like a small ring, and as I hit it, then it makes like a, a 
as well, like crackle sound. Ooh, hell yeah. Like that's just like... Just the, the sounds of like... It feels like you're listening to a thunderstorm. Yeah. Uh, you can do, it's it's like it, it's like an experience trapped in this blend. Uh, what did you? Sorry. A thirteen hit. A thirteen unfortunately doesn't hit. So you swing this blade, <laughs> and this thing you can feel you you don't necessarily see it. Again, it's very difficult to look at this creature and get details. But you feel what sounds like a dagger parrying the blade away as your sword thuds into the ground slightly before you whisk it back and go into a defensive stance. That is an action. You have... Uh, yes. Would you For like my reaction, I... Thanks to the buff that Axel gave me, I'm going to move back safely without incurring an attack. Oh, again, that's cool. Yeah, like you just you dodge out. It's that one beautiful fluid motion. And for a moment, it almost feels like just like you're conducting like that swing and that it feels just like music as you step and back and step and back and there's a rhythm to it that is so familiar to you and you do not give this thing time to react you just attack and the, by the time it can get its knives back up you are simply not there no. that is your uh, reaction uh you have a bonus have bonus What are you doing for your bonus? Nothing, nothing oh, for okay. my bonus. And that is your go. So we begin the round at the start with uh, the hag goes first. This thing, well, it's not a hag. I shouldn't have called it a hag. It's a hag. What did you just call me? <laughs> You're a hag. Uh... Oh, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Never mind. What do, what do you mean? Wait, wait. What am I supposed to get? Whenever someone says that, you try to think of how your word could have been offensive. Oh, I I was not familiar. No, okay. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, but it is this this things go. It brings up its daggers. It pauses for a moment. It's going to go for who does it? Who is it most worried? It's gonna. It, it is going to try and go for Jethro because it is Jethro is so far the only thing that's physically attacked it. So it's going to charge forward and raise one of its daggers with a scream. It's going to say, "This circus must fall." And with the word "fall," its dagger does as well. It's going to roll to hit. Roll. Please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. Does an 11 hit you? It does not hit me. See, the singing works, guys. We are singing. It works. We have to sing everything. We are singing. <laughs> it. So it. Uh, you dodge out. Unfortunately, it's screaming. It's villainous. Uh, motivation does telegraph the move quite a bit. So it is a simple. Uh, it is a simple motion for you to dodge, and it does not. Uh, it does not harm you. Harm you. Uh, that is that is its go. Um, first up in the initiative order, Wilbury. What are you doing? Uh, let me just quickly read this one spell. Hmm. Okay. Um. For my bonus action, I say, 
I just shout stop <laughs> and then I move in the middle of the battlefield right in between Axel uh right in between Axel Jethro and the uh the hag okay and for my action I I try to speak Try to speak what? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I try to um using my oh, what was the name? This okay. I'm um, using my actor speak. I can mimic the speech of another person or the sounds made by other creatures. You must have heard this person speaking or heard the creature make the sound. Okay. Um. So I. I assume I heard the creature make a sound, and then so at the beginning, I did I heard I heard her it mumble. Yes, and, and, and it did speak uh, right now as well, saying this circus must fall before it attacks Jethro. So you have heard it speak. You know what okay, it so sounds like. I will mimic its exact speech and and our voice pattern and say, for the sake of the story, or. The, there must be clarity. What is your intention here? I must know for the plot, you see. Okay. That's my action. And Are... then, uh, I just stay there. Roll me another performance check. And if you get above, uh, I'll, I'll put this at 17 as well. I will give it a. Holy I got a nat 20! <laughs> natural 20! We are putting oh out the goodness. natural 20s tonight! So, it, so. Is the, it is what the uh, RNG gods give me when I stick my character! <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. You essentially are going to... You, you just from the sheer, like, the way you... The conviction with which you ask this question... Uh... You are going to invoke a villainous monologue from it from its next turn, and it's going to lose its action. Okay. I would yeah, go. I'm done. A nat twenty deserves that. Um. Uh, after uh, Wilbury Jethro, what are you doing? I. Run, run towards it, and then hit it again with a blink blade. And I hope this hits. Go for it. Can you describe it in a way that you brush past me? Uh, <laughs> I I waltz around. I waltz around, Wilbur. Nice. Just a very box step. And move. Uh, and then and then I can piece it, piece it, piece it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh my god I'm pretty sure a 21 hits a right? 21 does indeed hit this thing so roll your damage and booming blade just works right so it can't booming blade just works right uh if it moves from its spot then yes. it takes more damage okay so that it takes means, 13 uh, it takes 13 as you this sword Again, it slashes down, and where it slashes, you hear like the sound once again of like it's like thunderstorms and this dissonant echo. 
and you see like magical like the magic chains like emerge from the wound lash around this thing's legs and bolt themselves to the floor and uh you are that it is successful that is your action uh yes for my reaction i fall back i i waltz again to the other side of Wilgeli this time well yeah and I apologize because I'm new to being a bard. For my bonus action, I would like to inspire my fellow combatants. I apologize. You can only use inspire one. Uh, for one person at a time? I, I think, think so. Yeah. yeah uh, one, one bonus action. Yes. One, one. You get one, one, creature, one creature. Yeah. Who are you inspiring? Uh, hmm, I, I will inspire though. Through my waltzing, that was me trying to inspire Wilbury. Wilbury, oh. this you need this waltz. Imagine, imagine this waltz in a play. It would be incredible. And hey, I know, I know my dialogue with Jethro now after everything falls over. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I know my dialogue with Jethro now after everything falls over. Guys. Uh, and that is a that is lot of potential. That is Jester's go. And also, yeah. I will say this mantle of inspiration is so powerful. Then just no, you're just out of. It's really good. Uh, yeah. The so that is uh, Jethro's go. Axel, what are you doing? All right. Uh, so I, I... there's an additional part to the. For bardic inspiration that I chose, uh, it's most of potential. Oh. You can use it. Uh, just tell me if you're going to use it for an ability, ability check, an attack roll, or a saving throw. I'll tell you what it does after. Okay. Uh, what are you doing, Axel? All right. Yeah. So I I take my loot right and with the custom floating bridge and the tremolo bar. I pick a pick a a note such that the harmonic isolates the overtone, so it's it does essentially a squealy, and I yank the tremolo bar and uh, do a dive bomb, essentially casting dissonant whispers for, for the hag. Yeah, so it's it's, it's a super high pitched piercing. Uh, uh, loot technique, let's just say. Okay, what does it need? Does the, does the thing need to make a save? Yeah, it's a wisdom save. Okay, is it good at wisdom? Yes, it is. Come on, there's a 15. No, is that enough? Yeah, just enough, man. Unfortunately. If you see it like bring like you you telegraph the move too much like and you can see that there's like oh okay and then it covers its ears and this high pitched tone <laughs> comes out it does it does hurt it it does seem very very distraught by it but it does not do damage or whatever it is you're trying to do it does not uh, affect it enough to get the result you were expecting unfortunately that is your action you have a bonus and a movement. Alright, uh, for my bonus, I'll, uh, I'll give a bardic inspiration to Jethro. 
So we're all just uh, inspiring each other. Inspiring each other, yeah. I do a super fast uh, legato run at like 225 beats per minute and it supercharges Jethro, I guess. <laughs> I love how, listeners, can you tell which in this Bard campaign is the person that actually knows music? Can you guess? <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's it's Wilbury. It's definitely Wilbury. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but yes, you uh, that is your that is your go, and uh, it is back up to listen, and it is uh, again like uh, because of uh, the I believe it was Wilbury that distracted it enough, just from the sheer raw capability of like I'm going to ask it a question and have zero hesitation of doing so. What did you ask, Wilbury? What is your intent? What is your intent the cl- for the clarity of what? So it spends its entire turn, not just action, but movement and bonus. It turns to you, this circus must fall. And that's what it says. And can we follow up on that? <laughs> Sorry? Can we follow up on a reaction of that? It uses its reaction to say it is a lie. False hope, false dreams is fake. And that's its full turn. Okay. Uh, and we're back to Wilbury. Uh. Um. What would you like to do? Distraction! Random <laughs> bullshit, go! Uh, I don't gonna... Um... So like, my stance right now is I'm at the center of everyone and my... I'm standing upright uh, head up high with my... with my book my journal, my book rather open and uh, me holding it with one hand my left hand and then... You get, People, uh, people inside the tent, and things inside the tent to note that my face started to, uh, my the expression on my face started to change to uh, that of uh, disappointment. Mm-hmm. And then I, I move closer to it. I joke, before I move, I say, Is that it? That is all your. Well, your intent is very. Ah. Then, then I move closer to it. Um, I lean towards it. You are an embarrassment character. You're not even a villain. You're not. A, you're just a thing. You're a side plot. And then I close my book. I close my book. Then you are not worth writing. And then I I move I move back towards uh behind Axel and 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 uh Jethro. And that, that entire speech is me casting Vicious Mockery. That is yeah, the most vicious it. of mockeries! Beautiful. Oh my <laughs> god, that was amazing! We're you are not, not worth writing Oh! <laughs> okay, roll me a... Uh, roll, me, roll me the damage of Vicious Mockery, as well as it also gets disadvantage on... Just, oh wait, how? what does Vicious Mockery do? Uh, it must make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I okay, see. wisdom saving throw. Roll. Um, 
for a bonus action, can I lower it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So how how much are you lowering it by? Uh, burning a use of inspiration and bonus action to roll the inspiration die and subtract that from the creature next day. Well, okay. okay, so it will roll this first and then you'll see. Okay, it rolled a 16, I think. Yeah, 16. That brings Minus it down, one. That brings it down to 15. Okay. Uh, Wait, never mind. Never mind. My bad. Uh, so I have to roll every stuff. Oh, it's spell save DC, right? Sorry? Is that it? Or What's what's the spell save DC? Is that the yes, that the that's thing? what it's trying to beat. Did it beat it? Yeah, it's exactly. A oh, so it su it succeeds. It beats it, unfortunately. Uh, it looks to you. This is a cutting speech, and you can see it is. Uh, it is. It is. You can see that this thing is genuinely hurt. You've struck a nerve, but it almost like it. The words almost like. Give it determination. It strengthens it, its resolve, almost of like just rage fills it. And unfortunately, it does not distract it enough to give the vicious mockery effects. Oh, okay. <laughs> now oh, it takes one d four damage though. Hold on. Oh, does it take it anyway? No, no, no. It doesn't take the damage. It doesn't take. Yeah, damage. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Uh, but that is, uh, is that your go, Wilbury? Yeah, yeah, that is my go. Okay, that was, it's not that it didn't work out, but that was the coolest vicious mockery. <laughs> you, you hold the title of best vicious mockery I've heard in my years as a DM. That was amazing. Uh, Thank you. Jethro, it is now your go. Yes, it is my go. Um, what I do, I rinse and repeat, man. I haven't taken damage, no one has taken damage. I think this is fine. It's going okay. Just poking it. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Inspiration, man. Can you use inspiration to lower its roll? No, like. To, to oh, buff Axel. To buff the yellow. To buff the uh, Axel. Oh, yeah. Remember, inspiration everyone has inspiration. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, use for our bonus actions, guys. Yeah. <laughs> your bonus actions have worked. It's amazing. Wait, can I use your inspiration to to buff the silver tongue feature? You, uh, it only it, it only works for attack, um, ability, and saving. Yeah, it's not no, every check. Oh, never mind. You're thinking important is the one that affects every check, every dice yeah. That is a what, Jethro? 16. It? Does it hit? I forgot. I think it does. Wait, that, where is it? Oh, unfortunately, it's just below its armor class. I am going to use my inspiration. I Go was inspired. I was. I, I, I was. In a uh, word. Here we go again. Um. Invigorated there. Okay, I got my word though. <laughs> I was invigorated by that. You, you, what did you call it, Axel? What was that? Oh, the, uh, yeah, it's a legato run. Yeah, I was invigorated by the legato run. Roll once more. Hey, I'm pretty sure that hit. That, yep, uh, that you needed like 
Eddie would have gotten it. So a 5 is more than enough to bring you a 16 over its 17 armor class. You see it try to parry once again, but you just find that like, almost like when you're doing a quick flourish in a conducting piece, that it's that same wrist motion of just guiding the blade slightly around its parry and you bring it down in a slice against its arm, this long gash opening up against its forearm. Roll your damage. Thirteen again. Ooh, you, that's beefy. You also, I will say, you also roll. You rolled thirteen as damage twice. Yeah, like yeah. And you rolled thirteen to get to this ten. Yep. It's, it's, it's all coming together. It's all planned. I've planned all uh, of this. Also, my attack roll a while ago was twenty-one. My total attack roll now, with the uh, inspiration. Oh my god! <laughs> what? The circus really is magic. That is, uh, I, is that, that's your action, and I assume you use your reaction once I get to just bounce back out of the way? Yep. Okay. Uh, bonus movement? Bonus, I, um, how do, how do I do my bonus? Oh, okay, so I'm doing booming, booming blade, right? Yes. Can I, when I walk out of, uh, when I move back, can I use my... Can I use like the the thunder as like the ribbon things that you see in the Olympics? Oh, that's good. Like, yeah, ribbon yeah, yeah. Band. yeah. Yeah, I do that to inspire Wil Wilbury. Wilbury, you see this, and again, it is a beautiful work of art. As just like from the from the slash, once again, this blade this has this constant crackle of electric energy. From the slash, there's a residual bit of lightning left on this uh, creature's forearm. Uh, you see, as Jethro like darts once again out of the way, he reaches out and grabs that last bit of lightning out of the wound. And as he flourishes back, it is this beautiful twirling sort of thing, and the lightning following his fingers as it twists and curls around, making these beautiful arcs and loops through the air. And uh, you are inspired. Wilbury has this expression in his face. Ooh, tiny. <laughs> <laughs> you are inspired. Uh, that is uh, and Go Axel. What are you doing? All right. Uh, so the hag's using uh multiple daggers. Is that right? Yes. You can see that this uh thing has mul this thing has multiple daggers. And now that you are, uh, now that you are uh, looking at it closer, those the the odd memory thing starts to uh, fade, and you can see this uh, creature, and you see that, uh, like as the thing starts to as it's, I guess you could say the sky starts to fade. You see, uh, not a it's not a thief in its daggers. It is a hag, and the daggers are claws. Its hood was just this like wet hair going down the sides of its face, and a expression of sheer rage. Okay, uh, is it wearing any sort of a, a, a necklace or a, anything metal? Wink, wink. 
it is it does have metal on it it does have like it has necklaces and like bracelets on it all right perfect oh my god I... heat metal yeah oh this thing is dead <laughs> so I, I i run my pick across the length of the uh fretboard to do a pick scrape and cast heat metal <laughs> I hope that I hope that counts as a song, or yeah, <laughs> singing it. Or the luck. It's uh, what what save does it need to make? It's a con save, but uh, it takes two d eight fire damage. Um, either way, the con save is just for if it uh takes the necklace off or not. Okay, so uh, that's its con save. That's okay. its concept, a natural <laughs> one. So it's just trying to claw at this necklace. As you all see, there's a slight hiss as the metal in its like necklaces and bracelets starts to glow and glow, and as it starts to almost you can hear and smell burning flesh. All right, let me roll to damage. Roll for damage. That's uh, five uh, fire damage. Five fire damage, is it? Wait, let me check. Nope, we're fine. Uh, five fire damage, as again it like, hisses into its flesh and it screams in anger and pain. It has a disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Oh yeah, because it um, couldn't take off the necklace, right? Yeah, until the start of my next turn here. Yes, okay. Uh, that is Wilbur's go. Oh, sorry, that's Axel's go. We're back onto the thing. Onto this creature. And now you can see it more clearly. And it's looking and it's angry. It's going to... Okay, the positioning right now is Axel as in... Oh, well, no. Wilbury moved out of the way to hide behind Jethro and Axel. Yeah. So it's it's not hiding, bro. It's called... Tactics. <laughs> yeah. So it does not need to worry about a attack of opportunity as it goes this time for uh, Axel, as it uh, charges forward uh, away, f- generally away from Jethro and Wilbury as it goes for you because you are the thing that most recently harmed it. It's going to make a actually. No, it's not going to. Never mind. Rewind. It's going to look at Axel and it's going to say, "Your music." Will never be appreciated, and it's going to do vicious mockery. Oof! Uh, Weak. Roll me that uh, wisdom saving throw. You are trying to beat a. That's a dog shit spell save DC. You're trying to beat twelve. Christ! I have a minus one wisdom save anyway. Oh so. my! Oh, it's genuinely possible that you fail this level. Hey. Okay. Uh, you know, you've, you've, as this word try to like, and this isn't just the usual like heckle, like you can feel like vicious magic imbued into these words, but you remember the reaction you got in the circus earlier. This is, this is nothing. It, the words pass you by and does not affect you. That is the things go. Wilbur, what would you like to do? 
to show you uh start I, I, I again um in the same uh voice as the creature or whatever that is um to show you how pathetic and utterly useless you are here then i cast phantasmal force Ooh. what does that look like um it looks like itself oh it, you're, you're like funhouse mirroring it yeah to show like my my intent here is like to show him how yeah how pathetic he is in the story so i cast phantasmal force with a with a with it taking the shape of said creature okay and, and the target okay. must make an intelligent saving throw okay it's not terribly smart there's a 19 save yes okay Wilbur, you can use uh, your sliver tongue for bonus action oh can i use that in case you want to debuff the next saving throw. Uh, DM? Can uh, we rewind that? Yeah, yeah, we can rewind that. Uh, so yeah, like you, you, you silver tongue it. Yeah, still doesn't yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, so... But you I still say those words. Okay. Oh, wait, fuck. I'm sorry, it's not silver tongue, it's unsettling words. Unsettling words, yeah. Okay. Uh, with that, we are now at Jethro. Yes. <clears throat> uh, uh, give, give me, give me seven seconds. One. Okay, no, it doesn't work. I was I was going to try something that would be too cartoonish. Uh, Apparently, it doesn't work. Okay. Uh, it's getting pretty repetitive, but let's do it one more time. Tried and true. Yep. Tried and true. Roll to hit. As once again, almost like a pendulum blade, dashing forward and dashing back out. What did you roll? I rolled a 12. Unfortunately, a 12 does Lucky? not. Lucky? No, I don't. Uh, is it almost dead? Uh, it does not appear to be super hurt. It's hurt, but not insanely so. Okay, then, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I, I, yeah, I missed. Okay. Uh, you have a bonus and a movement. I use my reaction to, like, move back and stuff. Uh, I already used my movement to move forward, remember? Oh, and yeah. I'm not gonna use my, my bonus action to inspire because apparently it lasts, I forgot that it lasts 10 minutes and I don't have to use it every round. Yeah, you can't just like leave it going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is uh, Jethro. Axel, what are you doing? Hmm. Uh. Oh. oh. Because I'd want to uh, proc the booming blade damage, so I'll I'll cast shatter on it for my for my action. 
Okay. What does Shatter do? It inflicts 3d8 thunder damage uh, upon failing a con save, okay. or half if it succeeds. And what does uh, it look like? Well, it's, uh, in, in my case, it's it's like a sonic sort of force, I guess. Just sheer, uh, sheer sonic energy coming from my uh, loot. Okay. It rolls an 18. Ah, Because it takes half. Again, it, it sees it coming, so it manages to brace itself, but the sheer power of the music means it can't avoid the damage entirely. And even as it is trying to brace itself against the music, it starts to, like, get right. affected by the reverb and things. So roll your damage, and then we will have it. So that's seven, seven. damage. All right. Uh, for my bonus action, I'll reapply the heat metal uh, damage. Okay. It it takes damage again. Six fire damage. Six damage. As again, it's like that's probably like it tries to like it tries to avoid the damage of the shatter completely. But instead of being able to completely negate all damage, the metal burns into its chest once more. And unfortunately, it is too distracted from that pain to be able to completely evade your attack. And that is your go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was Axel. We're back at the hag. So it goes in and... Oh, wait, no. So it's... Yeah, wait, what, what's its plan? What is it gonna do? It is not doing super great in the HP department now. It's going to try to... It's, it needs to, it's gonna try and put a stop to Axel because the heat metal is really messing with it. So it's going to rush up and once again try an attack with its claws. Roll 1d20 plus 6. Does an 11 hit? No, it does I, not. I have been rolling terribly for this thing. And. Oh, uh, you've been rolling very good, but it's saving throws. Uh, yes, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. Uh, that's it, that's, that's all it can do for its turn. Uh, we're back to Wilbury. What are you doing? Hey, um, I can't command on, on the hag. It, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, what's it trying to be? Uh, 15. Okay, let's see. If it passes, I've I've been rolling good with it with the saving throws. Up, oh, nope. The moment I said it, the <laughs> moment I say it, I've jinxed myself. Yep, you jinxed yourself. Uh, with a four, what is your command? You get one word, right? Yeah, I say. I'm thinking which one. <laughs> you have one word. You make it good. Uh is it holding anything? 
it is not. The daggers, you, the thing that you had initially thought was daggers is actually... Uh, yeah, claws. So it's not uh, It does have like accoutrement, like you know, necklaces and bracelets and things. Um, based on the, uh, the PHB or, yeah, PHB, it's grovel, but I'm going to say go down and cry. But the effect is grovel. Uh, the PHB command is grovel. Grovel. The target falls prone and then ends its turn. Uh, it falls, uh, so, okay, its next turn is going to just be spent groveling. Yes. Okay. Is that that's your action? You have a movement and a bonus? Uh, I don't have any more inspiration dice, so no. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Uh, with that, it is now Jethro's go. Since it's not, it has not moved at all, okay? Booming Blade. Oh, it moved to attack! Oh, I, I completely forgot it was Booming Blade. Uh, roll damage. No, like, uh, if it only moved the last turn, then it doesn't, because it didn't hit, but like, the turns a while ago. It didn't move. Uh, yeah, it, it, for a while it didn't move. It, is it right in front of Axel? It, it is currently right in front of Axel, which means it's about like 10 feet away from uh, you and Wilbur. No, because I, I, I have a feeling that it's going to attack Axel again. Oh. I'm just going to... Uh, Take out my sword and make it. Uh, I hit the floor with it, uh-huh. and the sword rings. But only for the hag. Only the hag hears it. Is this all the dead? Yeah. All the dead. Just, ding. Just that one singular ominous bell sounds in its mind. A twenty-five absolutely hits. Take six damage. Take six damage. Oh, uh, what does it have any other effects? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Oh. Wait, we did this wrong. It, it's supposed to roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. Wait, I will roll. <laughs> My bad. I rolled immediately. I will roll the wisdom saving throw for it. Uh, its wisdom is plus two. Plus trois. Wow. Not wow. and wow. the saving throws are back, baby. Yeah, and I feel I'm I'm manifesting it. You jinxed yourself again. Okay, so it doesn't take <laughs> the six damage. Next, next saving throw is gonna be bad again. Uh, but that is, that is your action. You have a move, movement and a bonus. Movement and a bonus. I, uh, okay. For my movement, I guess I. Hmm. I move back since I'm 10 feet away from it. I move back 25. For my Monus, uh, uh, has Will barely used his inspiration? No. Okay, then I'm not gonna. Uh, I I don't know. For my bonus action, I I strut. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, that is Jethro's uh, go. Axel. Yeah. Uh... This thing, I will say, this thing looks hurt. Like. Is it? Is it still prone? Oh. Uh, no, no, it's uh, gonna be it, prone it's next gonna be turn. Prone next turn. Oh, next turn. But huh? This thing okay. looks. It's 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 on its 
it's on uh, maybe not last last legs, but it, this is on death door. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I pull out my longsword. So, alongside my loot, I I I have it in hand and uh, try and attack it. Go for it. Try and hack at it. Nineteen does indeed hit. Rolls Sweet. Damage as this longsword flares in the air before taking a massive swing downwards. All right, that's a nine, nine splashing damage. damage. For my bonus, uh, yet again, let me heat metal with this uh, hag. Go for it. <laughs> as the sword swings down, this the the ring of the blade. Going against its skin. <gasps> Oof. With a 13. 13 fire. You take that final. Uh, you take that final slash, right? And you see the hag kneel down, and you expect it to like get up and like use the kneel as a lunge to go and strike at you. But the strike never comes. It is kneeling. Nice! And... Wilbury starts crying. Oh. And with that, the swirl... A swirl begins to form around it. And it sort of... Once again takes on that appearance of... Like you're trying to look at it, but you can't quite remember it. And then it fades. No corpse, no blood. That none of its claws, none of the metal that you had it fades with the words, I will be back. Freaky. Eventually, you hear outside the sounds of the circus return once more. Along oh, what? With, along with the sound of like very very concerned those officials once again with the tie and the uh the white suits and the top hats like hello are you okay in there hello and then yeah i always shut with uh the sobbing voice no (laughs) and with that just as a quick uh epilogue you are uh uh, it is explained to you what happened. The, this is a hag that unfortunately appears not every time the circus arrives, but once every 20 years or so, the hag appears and it appears to have a grudge against the circus. No one knows why. It is a story lost to time, but every so often the hag tries to ruin the experience of the circus for a few patrons. Not the whole circus. It it does not seem to have the level of power to be able to do so, but it tries to ruin the experience for a few people. And fortunately, it picked wrong this time around. You all were able to repel it. And uh, you are given, eventually, uh, the circus sticks around for a few more days, and you all try to enjoy it as much as you can. You experience more art. You promise to meet back up in, you know, the quote-unquote real world once this circus fades. And eventually, the circus 
vanishes. There is no magic teleportation away. There is no uh, tents being brought down. You simply, one moment, are not in the circus when previously you were. And you go out into the world with a new experience under your artist's belt. And with that, we will end tonight's episode and this one shot.